Hello, everybody. Welcome to another deep dive into your questions for conscious parenting. It is a beautiful day today. I figured I'd go outside and um, you can probably hear the children playing and the dogs running around. And yeah, it's a really beautiful fall day here in Boulder. Hello, Anna. We're going to jump right in to all questions about conscious parenting. And the first one that I got this week was about um, aggressiveness and reactivity. So I just want you to think about this question with a lot of grace and with a lot of um, compassion. So if a caregiver or a parent has this instinct to be reactionary, reactive and aggressive in their response to their children where this gets sticky is like the children may or may not internalize this depending on their spirit to know that one it's not about them it's just that they're the one being projected on which can be hard to hold or a hard place to, to be in depending on who you are as a child and what your life experience is but also like if parents are wanting to become more aware of their patterns, they get to understand deeper where their aggressiveness and their reactionary patterns stem from. So the first place to start with this is to, to notice if you are that parent that feels aggressive or that feels reactionary because perhaps your child is very triggering and, um, Maybe they trigger authority. Maybe they trigger um, freedom. Maybe they trigger sense of self. You know, it depends really on um, what they're mirroring and how this shows up. So it's amazing because what our children are showing us is where we need to grow. So let's say this parent has an intention to do something different, right? We never want to assume that parents want to change because it has to be up to them. You know, if I were to be like, hey, I have all of the parenting support, like you need this, like it just wouldn't work as well. Rather than if the parent felt, oof, this is my time to initiate change. Oof, I'm ready now, you know? So depending on where parents are in their personal journey is going to show if they're ready to lean in, if they're ready to be honest, be in their integrity, be vulnerable. Um, a lot of the time, if parents are having these patterns of responding in a way that feels really reactive and feels really aggressive, um, that is a signal to me to look inward, you know? Hello, Kelsey. Thanks for joining. So if you are a parent that feels like your triggers are struck or feels like you are activated in a space where you are reactionary and aggressive in your response, the best way to support you in this is to look inward, right? Are there ways that you can communicate to your children that show and that demonstrate that 
has nothing to do with them, right? Because unconsciously, if we project this onto our children and we get them to believe it has to do with them, then on some level, whether there's, there's an illusion of connection, on some level, it's 11 11, make a wish. On some level, it is this um, insecurity and this way to um, have power over. So if, let's say, our children are striking a chord with us and we don't know how to own that trigger, so instead we make a threat or we make a bribe or we make some sort of assumption, then it turns out that we create this power over even though we are feeling the power under, right? Whatever the behaviors are, the feelings are likely the opposite because it's an effort to swing to the other side. It's an, it's an effort to come into balance, right? When we're unconscious and we're feeling insecure about our parenting style or we're feeling insecure about how we're showing up in the world, we're going to swing to the other side to in effort to create balance. And sometimes our children are there and they are the receivers of what parents are swinging back and forth from, right? Oh, that's some truth bombs. Yeah, yeah, definitely here to unpack the grit because there is so much to this, you know? And if you are here to step into a better version of yourself when that comes to parenting, this is not about being perfect. This is not about saying the right thing or doing the right thing. This is about learning what your true values are and aligning with that and making sure that, that is a full yes in your body. So are you coming from ownership, right? If you, if you believe that um, you are angry, right? Are you coming from ownership? I feel so angry right now. I need some time and I need some space and I will come back when I'm ready. You know, how are we displaying and modeling and showing to our children that, one, this has nothing to do with them. They're just here, you know? And two, are we showing that, like, they're not responsible for our feelings? Because we never want to put that on our children. And so as the parent, you are responsible for communicating. Like that, that's a standard because that's how you teach your children how to communicate as well. So I was doing a dog walk earlier this week and I was walking by this garage and I was overhearing this dad yelling at his two kids. His two kids were being loud. And I heard him say, when I ask you to listen, I need you to do it. You know, it was this very authoritative command. And like, that's great. You know, that's what the dad knew how to do. I wouldn't necessarily say it was aggressive or reactionary, but I would say that there is an urgency of a deep need there. And let's say if this parent wanted to um, come at it from a more conscious lens, he could pepper in like what his need was, right? Like I'm needing some quietness so I can think or I'm needing some some um some silence right now I just need to be able to be more in touch with myself you know it's, it's not that you can't be loud but 
maybe I need to step inside, right? Like taking that ownership because I was just like somebody walking away. I didn't actually know what was going on in their conversation. I didn't know. But what I could tell from the body language and the tone was that the children tensed up and they became very compliant, right? Dad says, we have to do this. We're doing it. Yes, sir. Like that was the vibe that I got only from walking by. I don't know what the details were. I don't know what the conversation was, but that was the vibe I got. And, you know, we as parents, like, let's say in that role, when we want to assert that power and show like, hey, I'm in charge, you better listen. When I say so, we better do it. Like, yes, that's great to make yourself known and to know that you're in charge and to state your boundaries and to say what you need. But if there is a way to include like, hey, I'm needing some quiet, that's my own personal need. And I'm going to maybe step away in order to take care of that versus like, shutting you down if like let's say you were in school all day and you just needed to like get all of your energy out right like we could be coming from two really different places you know and so it's just an invitation again to open the dialogue making sure that the conversation is open to communication and a lot of times the pushback that I get from parents when I direct them or when I support them in um, having a correctional experience like the biggest pushback that I see is like, oh, well, the moment's gone. Oh, it's just too late now. And what I really am challenging parents to see is like, maybe that's just like an edge of vulnerability, right? Like who, what parent wants to go back and admit to their child that, hey, remember when we had this conversation? Like I was a bit hard on you, you know, or hey, remember when we were having this conversation and I made a bunch of assumptions because of the way I was feeling? right? Like what parent wants to go back and own their mistake? Probably not like every parent. Do you know what I mean? So if you are that parent that's ready to take ownership for the way you show up, like what's going to matter most is the little things. So starting with communication, right? Like if there is aggressiveness and reactivity, it's likely that there is either a values clash or there is miscommunication and being right is a priority, right? So if we want to make a shift in any of those things, or if we want to change any of those things, we get to slow down and lean in to, to the direction we're wanting to head, right? So if we're in our integrity, if we're willing to be honest, if we're willing to be vulnerable, if we're willing to be open about dialogue and communication, and if we're willing to be really, really clear about where we're coming from, that in itself gives so much permission to our children and gives so much clarity and awareness to helping kids understand so that they are not internalizing because it's never a child's job to take care of the parents feelings you know that's something that I will always advocate about it's never a child's job to take on the role of internalizing unprocessed feelings from a parent right but in order to be accountable parents, you get to communicate. You get to slow things down. You're in charge, which means you get to set the stage. You get to set the tone. You get to set the container, if you will. You get to set the boundary and hold it for your child and let them know what expectations you have of yourself and what expectations you have for them and what the requirements are for communicating. You know, when you really break it down, 
we can get to the bottom of it really quickly. But oftentimes parents are stuck in their own shame or they're stuck in their own patterns or they're just playing a version of what happened to them, you know? So sometimes parents will have children to be in that power over role. And I wouldn't say that's healthy, but I would say it's common. And so the parents who are wanting to shift this or wanting to take a look at this or be like, wait a minute, I do that. And I don't want to do that anymore, but I only do it because it's familiar. Like then, then, then we can have an open conversation because we just want the best for our kids, you know, and, and like yelling into them is not always going to get the message across. It's not always going to deliver this clear understanding because when you walk away from an argument or a trigger or an activated space, like you don't want to walk away being like, I was right. Like I show them, you know, because at the end of the day, that's not what's going to deepen the connection. That's not what's going to enhance the relationship on a level that kids deserve to be met in and deserve to be seen in. So if as their parent or as their caregiver, if you're showing up in this role of being really authoritative and yelling and being reactionary and reactive and aggressive, like there is some slowing down to do here. There's some slowing down to do here. There's some getting connection to the mind and body. There's getting some connection to the earth to resource. What is it that we want to feel? Do you want to feel clear? Do you want to feel heard? Do you want to feel at peace? Do you want to feel like there is a mutual understanding? Do you want to feel like the connection has enhanced with your child? and that you get them and then they get you and that they know, oh, my mom is sensitive. Like I'm sensitive too. Like I'm much more willing to respect her and her needs and her ideas when I'm respected too. And when I'm seen for who I am too, you know, it has to go both ways in terms of the parent being the leader right? So rising to that role of leadership and rising to that occasion of there's going to be feelings, there's going to be ideas, there's going to be conflict of approach, right? If you think about children, they're very much in their instincts and in their impulses. And this is developmental, right? They're in their impulses because that's the best they can do in their authenticity, in their integrity, they need us as parents to guide them. So when we know in advance and we know ahead of time that we're actually holding a lot of space for not only ourselves, but for them too, then we start to wake up to these ideas and wake up to these ways of being inspired. You know, our brain is always going to orient to the negative and our brain is always going to orient to what went wrong or what's not going well or what feels like a failure, right? But when we slow down and notice the winds too of like, oh, I made eye contact with my child today when we were communicating. Oh, I openly shared about how I felt. Wow, I never share how I feel. That's vulnerable. 
that's amazing that I put myself out there in that way, right? I'm sharing how I feel, not an effort to get anybody to, um, like, take that on for me, but I'm sharing how I feel so that I can be seen in that, so I don't have to feel like I have to carry it alone, so that when I move through it at my own pace, there is, like, an empathy and an understanding of, oh, like, my mom's going through a lot, like, you know, my behavior really shows her the parts of herself that she doesn't like, or, oh, like, my behavior really is showing her where she wants to show up different. Me being me, child, like, gets to upset, gets to threaten, gets to shake things up, right? That's why kids are here. And they've usually been born into families where there's a lot of shaking up that needs to happen, right? And while parents who are uptight or high-strung or have a lot of roles or aren't interested in seeing things differently, one of my favorites, Ashley James, she always says, keep your mind so wide open that your brain could fall out, right? Be willing to change your mind. Be willing to be open, right? Your way is not the way. Be willing to be open to listening and hearing what your children have to share because they're seeing the world from such a place where like these things are just coming to them so much more clear. And when your kids have feedback for you, are you willing? Is it safe enough for them to come to you, first of all? Second of all, are you willing to hear what they have to share? It's likely very valuable if they're sharing with you. If they're sharing with you ways that they wanna see you show up different, that is very valuable. That gives you really solid evidence of where to start. It's very, very valuable. Mom, I want to see you show up this way because that would meet this need for me. And like, obviously, if you can't, you say you can't. And that's that. But at least there's that dialogue. It's not because we're getting everything we want or everything we need from the parent-child relationship. But it's more so to figure out and sift through what is able to be met, what is able to be seen, what is able to be um, accomplished within the relationship. Because... You know, if kids aren't able to lean on parents, they're going to find other coping strategies. They're going to find other ways, right? Do we want them to have that story that their parent doesn't understand them? I don't think we want that, but maybe it happens, right? And anytime we want anything from our children, we have to try that on for ourselves. Is that something we're willing to try on too? Oh, I want my child to like be quiet and listen. Okay, well, am I being quiet and listen? Listening, right? Am I willing to do that with them too? Or is it only just what I value, right? We have to make sure that the relationship has the power dynamic in balance. Obviously, parents are in charge, and so they're not going to abuse their power. They're going to use their power for good. And like finding out if your children are wanting to share that with you, which my guess is they might, you know, they might be sharing with you what it is that they need. Be open to listening to that. If they're, first of all, sharing with you what they need, or if they are triggering you, right, consciously or unconsciously, the way that I see that is that is a very valuable. It's a very, very valuable. So... I'd love to know what other conscious parenting questions do you have? 
It's so good to see everybody. Yeah, what are your conscious parenting questions? I would love to see how I can support you. All right, well, if that is it for today, I'm going to sign off. And it was a great live. Thank you so much for coming. And keep putting yourself first. Keep saying what you need and keep supporting your kids, you know? It's the best we can do. So take care.